You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. So, Lauren, I don't know if you do this or not, but my wife and I watch these uh, competitive cooking shows all of the time. And one of the things that's so amazing to me is they make these beautiful cakes and they get them all set up and then they get all of the fondant perfectly and then they run out of time or they get right to the end and then they just kind of squirt some frosting on top, right? Just to be done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like the layers of cake and or fondant with the icing relates to our topic today, which is basically how marketing uh, departments can uh, equip sales team and the accountability of the materials that the sales team is taking out. Yes, that's a great analogy. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe and maybe we can flesh this analogy out more, but basically we're going to get to a point where it's like you get everything done perfectly, but then in a quick or it seems cool, it messes it up in the end. So let's yes. let's fire this off a little bit. Do you want to start? Or do you want me to start? You go for it. I, you're okay. on a roll. You're rolling the rolling pin. I know. I, I feel like I've come with this with an intensity yes. because it's one of my little it's pet a hot peeves. topic for you. It is. Yeah. It's a super hot topic. And here's the thing. Like, so <clears throat> if you're in the marketing department or you have a marketing department or you oversee a marketing department, I think it's very important. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago about the difference between marketing and advertising. Now we're going to talk about basically how the marketing department can be a huge critical lever or a, a boost to your sales team. And that is that basically the marketing department works tirelessly to get your website done, to get your collateral materials done, to get your advertising on point. Everything matches the brand. Don't stop there. Make sure that your sales team, your sales force also is in the loop. And that means everything from not only the beautiful collateral you made, everything from business cards to brochures to, of course, the website, so on and so forth, but also the things that they take with them that you may or may not see. And I'm not saying anything about salespeople, but what I am saying is oftentimes, just as the bakers I alluded to, we get into a crunch and we think we need something a little bit more, a little bit extra. And oftentimes, because of technology and whatever, People can go to the computer and make their own flyer and think that, that, you know, it looks fantastic or they can type something up or they can build a PowerPoint presentation real quickly. Mm -hmm. And the, and the reality is that destroys the brand. So you work hard 95% and then the last three to 5%, it just kills you. So. Absolutely. And think about the, I don't know, like one person takes that, you know, homemade, if you will, PowerPoint out and they speak to a group, you know, ranging from five to a hundred people. And all of those people get kind of like a confusion or they get a different sense of that brand from this quote unquote homemade PowerPoint versus if it looked clean and professional, you know, I mean, you can dilute a brand and or create confusion in the marketplace very quickly, you know, just by something like you say is what you thought was a small PowerPoint that you didn't want to bug the marketing department about, you know, right. there's right. big repercussions on these things. And, and I don't know how to say this, but there is no feeling uh, cozy or uh, I'm trying to think there's no gain in, 
oh, it feels homey. I've heard that a thousand times. Like that marketing is beyond us or that design is beyond us. No, that design is or created for the audience specifically who you're trying to capture. So uh, don't don't try to knit a quilt when you need something professionally made, I guess. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And I, I've heard that too. People say like, it's too slick, you know, or something. And, you know, there are a lot of different viewpoints depending on the business on things like that. But I am just, if I see a pixelated or skewed logo, I'm out, you know, (laughs) that's not cute. That's not too slick. Like, uh, -uh. (laughs) no, well, and that's, that's what people kind of don't understand that don't do this all the time is they think, Oh, because it, uh, looks homemade. It must be homemade. And the reality is that it takes a lot of time for something to look good and homemade. If that makes any sense at all. I mean, there is a true art skill to that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, and I think that's really, um, you know, we kind of battle that all the time, not battle it, but I mean, that's something that people talk about all the time is, oh, I just like it uh, to feel comfortable. We're a small business or we're a locally owned business. So mm-hmm. I really want to do X, Y, and Z. And you think, well, that's cool, except for the fact that, you know, your competitor did this and they spent a ton of time getting the brand or the field to that. Correct. Right. So. And I mean, I think that in today's market, people with especially all the tools that are there, they're kind of DIY, you know, Canva and things like that. There's so many tools like that. People are much more savvy to these things. And branding is much more apparent, you know, in today's society and or important than it was even 10 years ago. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. I mean, I, th- I think there's an expectation to that, like you say, because yes. people will then it's like a double-edged sword because people then say like, well, weird, they have all these things and they couldn't do it right kind of thing. And it's weird because you're like, well, we don't want you to do it yourself, but now people are judging you because your skills instead of, you know, your business. And that's, that's ultimately what it comes down to, which, I mean, it may sound like we're just, you know, stuffy marketing branding people, but the reality is what it comes down to is we're trying to give your, you, your sales force, your, the ownership a chance because the worst objection ever is the one that stops the entire conversation. And if you have a PowerPoint presentation or if you have a, you know, welcome video or uh, whatever that is off putting, then there are judgments that are already happening in the minds of that potential client or that potential consumer. And that is a problem because, you know, you can't ever get that back. No. And it could be from the get-go, it could be a new, you know, customer, or it could be an existing client or customer, and the same thing could happen. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, that's the other part. I mean, we, you and I used to work at a place together that, I mean, the place was beautiful, but they had spent so much money. It was the other side around that they had spent so much money. The expectation was that when the materials came out or that type of thing, you know, they thought that it was supposed to be super classy or whatever. And it wasn't, it was like homemade Mm -hmm. stuff. And there was kind of a shocking moment there because, you know, people thought that it was whatever general motors and they turned out to expectation. Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) Did not meet expectation. No. Yeah. That's, I think that's what the, the, um, uh, the comment should have been did not meet expectations. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, that's and I and I think you know, I could I really am on my soapbox here, but uh, 
I think that it's important for people to really think outside the box of what that means. I mean, uh, you know, you're talking about pitch decks to, uh, like you say, the flyers. I mean, how many times have we talked about, and this is nothing, once again, this isn't a bash about sales, but the sales teams always want to say like, I need something to give away. I need something in my hand. I need something. Mm -hmm. And the reality is you end up spending tens of thousands of dollars on you know, scratch balls, squishy pinatas, whatever, you know, whatever the the promo item of the day is. And it doesn't matter. It's the conversation. It's what are your bullet points? What are your talking points? And that's, I think, the most important part for us to, you know, think about as a marketing department. Are we giving the sales team the uh, items they need or not? Right, exactly. And making sure that there is kind of like active conversation there, not just one side or the other saying, here, you need this. Like, no, both sides need the full story of, you know, who the audience is, what's the situation, what are, what are the end goals so that both sides can get what they need and succeed, you know, and, and I'm not trying to pick on one side or the other, but I'm just going to give an example here. Like, you know, the sales side will come over and say, we need a new brochure. Okay. Well, it's great if the marketing department just says, yes, here you go. But if they just create something in a, you know, blind, you know, just here's your new brochure, then no one is going to succeed. You know, there's got to be a conversation there of the who, what, where, when, and why. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the big thing that both sides need to understand to support each other, you know. Absolutely. And it, it may not end up even being a brochure. Maybe after a discussion, maybe it's realized that, oh my gosh, you know, actually people would respond better to a video, you know, or or whatever it is. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and I think something we, we skipped over a little bit is, you know, there are some basics that, you know, everyone needs to have, which we can kind of run through in a second. But when it comes down to kind of these specific things or specific needs for specific audiences, that's when these more like in-depth conversations really need to happen. So Absolutely. Absolutely. But, and to that point, but uh, those conversations happen during the marketing process slash budgeting process, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's not, of course, there's always going to be kind of some last minute thought or whatever, but Generally, yeah. that those conversations are not uh, five minutes before a meeting or no. even the day before the meeting. No, so, um, absolutely not. Because then you're not one. If you create something new, it's not going to be great. Let's just be honest. You know, yeah. that's that's too short sighted thinking. But two, I mean, at that point, it's it's just way too late in the game, and you don't have time to get the full picture to create something that's appropriate at all. Right. No, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Which, you know, once again, it's kind of tough. I mean, there is some frustration, but it is kind of tough because I know that, um, you know, owners and sales teams and all that feel like they get the rules down and then they need something and they get, you know, hammered over the head. And and that's not what we're trying to create either. It's it's simply a fact of it's a give, ebb and flow to make sure that uh, the bottom line gets uh, you know, taken care of. So absolutely. I mean, and I hate that too, when you feel like there's animosity between the sales team and the marketing side, you know, like, no, we should all be, you know, working together. We're just trying to help each other, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. but you feel like if you say no to something, then the sales side, like hate you from the marketing right. side. So, <laughs> right. No, I, I said no, because I think this would be better, you know, right. or we should do this or, you know what, there isn't enough time for this right now, but we'll put it on the list for next time, you know? So well, and it's always like, you know, you feel badly because you're like, I did not get the million dollar sale because I did not because have, I didn't that, have this. Yeah. The <laughs> card or the flyer. And you think, oh, you know, but yeah. 
It's one of those deals. Well, you mentioned it. You want to start with a little bit of a list of things that you should or shouldn't have, and maybe okay. that's a yes. great way to we'll do that. We'll run through these kind of basics. I know we've talked about them before, but these are things that, you know, someone should not be home making. These should be, you know, provided by the marketing department and or over have oversight from, you know, your brand manager. So things like business cards, um, basic collateral, whether that's rack card, brochure, blah, 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 PowerPoints, pitch decks, anything digital, um, you know, video, um, anything such as talking points for the whole like kind of overall sales message or campaign that's happening at the time. Name tags, if you guys wear those. Um, And then even things down to not just like drip campaign emails or mass emails, but, you know, like follow up email templates and or, you know, things that can be personalized, but include some of those talking points and have like professional looking email signatures there's not, you know, colored backgrounds in the email that you can't read, like all of those things, you know, uh, regard regarding even a personal email, it should be, you know, managed and or branded appropriately. Um, and then even, you know, there's, there's that to me is probably the basics bucket. Um, and then any other specialty things. So let's just say you kind of have, um, I don't know, like some data to present. Maybe there are a couple of like infographic pieces that you all use, whether they're digital or printed um, for kind of education purposes in a sales setting. So those to me are kind of like the basics or even like a like a white paper. However, you're presenting kind of data, there should be something templatey, not just you sitting there saying, well, X percent of people need this. You know, there should be something to back that part of the sales side up too. So that kind of falls in collateral, but like a little bit different side. Yeah, I think that's a good list. And and with that list, you know, we keep talking about these pieces. Um, make sure that uh, they're not like printed on demand or something like that. Like, if you, oh, I don't have an extra. Make sure that if you're on the managerial side or the uh, sales side, that you reach out to your marketing department and say, hey, we're running low of these. I mean, the marketing department theoretically should be tracking that with you. But if not, you know, that's the time when, you know, sometimes people need help. And that's a great way to do yes. that. It's like, hey, you know, I'm going to this next Thursday. Uh, we only have half a box left. What are we going to do kind of thing? So that's, yes. Um, you know, once again, kind of a pet peeve. But uh, make sure that, you you know, you're on that too. So. Again, yeah, it just takes time to be prepared. So, and that the flip side of that is something we talked about too. Like, also, don't order a million of something for it to sit in the corner. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah, right. That's a good boy. You just you just brought it all there at the end. Yeah, I mean, this is not 1993. You do not have to order, you know, ten thousand brochures for the year. I mean, there is a lot right. to be said for digital printing or run one-off printing that type of thing. So, for sure sister for sure so that i think um, that that was a good wrap-up of kind of the basics and i hope you know if you are having challenges with your marketing and your sales department working together maybe listen to this as a group and then oh, you know, <laughs> maybe this will help it's a bonding experience we're bringing yes. that's what the guild factor is doing the g factor podcast is bringing people together lauren that's yeah, what i love exactly i love that so 
Uh, next week is a national holiday called Labor Day. If you're not yes. aware, you won't be working next Monday, hopefully. So we are taking the day off too. So we will catch you on September 11th. All right. Well, you want to wrap it up for us? For the G Factor Podcast, I'm Lauren Doherty. That's right. And I'm Tony Van. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.